You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. The Archaeology Podcast Network is sponsored by Codify, a California benefit corporation. Visit Codify at www.codifi.com. This is Kristen Bastis, and you're listening to Profiles and CRM. Welcome to Profiles and CRM, episode 68. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles and CRM ask CRM professionals nine simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name, and who do you work for? My name is Kristen Bastis, and I work for the Advisory Council on Historic Preservation in Washington, D.C. Okay, and what's the highest degree you've earned? I have a master's in anthropology with a focus on archaeology from the University of Connecticut. Okay, how long have you been working in CRM? I started working in CRM in 1993 uh, in Connecticut, and then I uh, worked in 19 states, Puerto Rico, and Germany. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, and that leads into the next question. Where have you worked? Um, maybe just lift off, list off some of the states, maybe not all 19. Sure. Uh, started in Connecticut, uh, yeah. then went to work at the Center for American Archaeology in Illinois, um, Southern California, Maryland, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Massachusetts, New York, Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Idaho, and Missouri. Nice. So aside from California, a lot of Midwest and East Coast stuff. Yep. Yeah. So this this kind of leads to fieldwork type questions. So feel free to answer this however you want. But the question is, what is the position you usually have uh, in CRM projects or situations? And what's the highest position you've ever held? So... So, right, I started out like everybody else, uh, field tech. Um, <clears throat> and then I, about two years in, I took a position on this pipeline project that was not particularly desirable. Um, so anyone who worked for the company with the ability or the seniority to get themselves out the project did so. So I took the opportunity to step in and learn and advance using that space created by others um, and within two years, I was crew chief and running 100 miles of pipeline um, and and the crews on them. So you just have to keep your, uh, you know, mind open and step into those voids when you see them. Um, awesome. And then, uh, so then I was looking to become like an assistant project manager um, on my way to becoming a project manager. Um, but, uh, I didn't have a master's at the time, so I was kind of stuck, um, being a crew chief. And so I went back to grad school, did some more CRM work after grad school, um, as like a project archeologist, senior archeologist running the projects, um, which is what I wanted to do my whole career up to that point. So I came to this place where I had met my goal and was kind of wondering what my next step was going to be. All right. Well, so moving on to some more, more fun questions here. Um, 
What is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal or professional. Um, <laughs> well, meet, meeting all the people that I've met. You know, I've been around the country and I know a lot of people um, in CRM and outside of CRM. Um, you know, meeting friends in my apartment complexes and uh, activities and stuff and um, I'm still friends with a lot of them on Facebook. That was that's a great thing for me um, because I do have so many people that I know across the country that I don't get to see. Um, using Facebook as a tool to keep those relationships up has been really helpful. I move around the country and don't always have good friends right away. You know, it takes a little bit of time, so. Um, but yeah, the people, I think, and seeing the country, you know, living in Idaho for seven years and learning how to rock climb and, you know, just all the opportunities that you get if you do have the chance to move around. And next question, what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? Um, so I really believe that field tech position, crew chief positions, and CRM is not a career. It's punishing physically, mentally, emotionally, not to mention financially. It's also not beneficial for CRM as a whole to have experienced people limiting themselves to a small part of the profession. And, you know, it's really nice to be outside in the sunshine, in the woods or a field, um, and not in an office, but <clears throat> if you're a field tech for, you know, a really long time, you're not doing your part for the profession to move up and or out to mm -hmm. make space for recent graduates to get their start. And you're also not doing the best for yourself and your future. Yeah, so that's a good point. That's, that's what I think. I think you don't stay, you don't try to make a career out of being a field tech. Right, right. Try to move up, get some other skills. Yep. Okay. What is your career goal in CRM? Where do you see yourself ending up? <laughs> right. So for a, so for a long time, um, about you know thirteen years uh, of my career, my goal was project manager. You know, I saw that as the thing that I was going to attain and and be for you know the rest of my career um, mm -hmm. and retire from that. But I had the opportunity to um, be the chief of cultural resources at the City of Rocks National Reserve in Idaho. And I spent seven years there um, overseeing about 16,000 acres of almost pristine uh, landscape mm -hmm. um, and working. I wasn't employed by the National Park Service. I was employed by the Idaho Department of Parks and Recreation, who had an agreement with the Park Service that the Idaho Park Rangers would run the park unit, the National Park Unit. It's the only place in the country where it happens. Mm -hmm. So we had two systems, two fiscal years, two budgets. It was a little crazy, <laughs> but it was a great opportunity to be a land managing archaeologist. Um, and it was beautiful out there. Um, I was learning how to rock climb and getting pretty good at it. And 
But I was, you know, I'm in my mid 40s now and I'm single Mm -hmm. (laughs) and living in rural Idaho really wasn't getting me anywhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Tough, you know, to find a, you know, person to spend my life with. So I uh, looked around and um, brief, I had a brief stint in Missouri for Missouri State Parks. But then the the job at the ACHP was posted, and I applied for it, thinking that was never going to happen. But they hired me, and um, so now I have to rethink the whole goal thing, because where do you go uh, after the ACHP? <laughs> you know, I mean, kind of true. They're the arbiter <laughs> of Section 106, so... Um, where do you go after that? Um, I think it's president. So, I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking about, um, I am thinking about running for office. Nice. Not really sure what office, um, and where it would be. Um, but maybe you might see me on a ballot somewhere. Um, nice. so. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll run uh, we'll run campaign ads at the APN for you. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. So, final question: If you could give an undergrad thinking about a career in CRM one piece of advice, what would it be? Okay, so long time ago, I was watching some fluffy morning news show, and there was a an actor on the show, and he said. If there's any other profession that you would be just as happy doing, do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's pretty good advice for archaeology. If there's something else that you would be just as happy doing, do that. Um, But if nothing else is going to make you happy, then go for archaeology or CRM. (laughs) Um, It is difficult and uncertain career path. Um, the works, you know, now the work is more and more project driven and, uh, so, you know, short term things, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, so that's the thing I would say. And then the other one is don't try to make a career out of being a field tech. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.